0: hey everybody this is sam with pro wrestling overtime and yes i know it's been over a month since you've actually heard from me now many of you did what i said on quite a few different pod- podcast episodes and actually went to the OvertimeNetwork.com. And you got all of my news, reviews, predictions that I could put out in December um, on there. I wrote up a lot of different articles on different things as I felt like it. Now, if you remember all the way back to Thanksgiving, I was having a kidney infection and I was having this problem with my voice well i had a extremely bad sinus infection that believe it or not i just got rid of i don't know about two or three days ago my voice is still a little rough but um what i'm gonna do in this first episode of 2022 happy new year by the way is to get you caught up on things that happen in December. I am in the process of catching up myself in December with different shows I watched, different pay-per-views that I watched, um, different things that I researched, uh, matches, old matches that I I watched. So you're going to either be getting a lot of episodes, or a lot of articles, or, I don't know, both, so, you're going to be getting a lot of my thoughts and viewpoints, so, if you read the articles on the theovertimenetwork.com, you're probably pretty caught up, if you've been waiting for me to put out an episode, um, instead of Clicking links in Twitter or on Facebook. Guys, uh, Pro Wrestling Overtime is one Facebook under Pro Wrestling Overtime. It's a page. Um, there's also a Facebook group, All Wrestling All The Time. One Instagram, Pro Wrestling Overtime is a presence on one Instagram. As far as, um, there are some pictures... I put up some stories on there or different things that pique my interest. Mostly I put up um, others' pictures or memes on my stories. Mostly use Instagram, my presence on there, to DM different wrestlers or organizations, to get comments or different sources. I'm on Twitter under Pro Overtime, that's two O's, Pro Overtime, DMs are always open, you can contact me there fairly easily. Like I said, website is The Overtime Network, you can obviously contact me there. We have the pro wrestling calendar set up. The month of January, I believe, is complete. Uh, The month of February, I am working on, and believe it or not, I've got dates of wrestling events in August, November, all of that, where different promotions have canceled certain dates and moved them. Like the holiday tour that they were, WWE was going to do in Canada. They switched those dates out. And I believe they moved them in, into November. I believe those are the November dates that I have. Um, you'll be shocked if you get on that pro wrestling calendar how many different promotions have set their, their dates coming up. I mean, GCW just. Um, announce uh i believe it's show in march and um as did mlw so as we get them we put them on there so that you guys can keep up also if you go to the overtime network you'll find this podcast you'll find our other four podcasts uh including a brand new one that we're starting today paranormal overtime It's going to be about different paranormal TV shows and topics that are of interest. There's going to be a forums there. It's going to be kind of like the old-time message boards that you guys can come on. And once it's completed, you're going to be able to talk in the wrestling part of it uh, about different promotions and put up your insights your thoughts your dream matches or whatever you want there um but you're also going to find our daily sports betting podcast that we have over there our national sports podcast that we have over there there's a scoreboard on the bottom of um national sports that are going on so i welcome you guys to to go over there if you want to write me as far as Email goes, It's ot at gmail.com. ot at gmail.com. So all your questions, comments, problems, and protests can go over there. So I'm going to start on an article that I wrote uh, on December 23rd. Um, Most of it... I got from sources that I am slowly developing, um, and the reason why I say slowly, uh, those of you who have been following this podcast know that I have gotten burned by a couple sources, so I'm slowly building them, seeing who I can trust, who I can I also uh, follow and listening listen to the wrestling informer and get um some of his insights about what is going on especially wwe related but i am slowly like i said developing um sources in different promotions and getting media credentials takes a little while so Right now, because the December 23rd article contained mostly WWE news, then that's kind of what this episode, this first episode of 2022 is going to be about. And I start off, you know, saying, sorry, not sorry. A lot of people get upset when it's strictly wwe news they want to know where the AEW stuff is they want to know where this and that is guys i'm gonna try to mix it up as much as possible and i'm gonna try to make it as interesting as possible so i want to kind of start off with contracts a couple episodes back i talked about wwe contracts and how they've been setting them up, gosh, um, from what I've been able to find out for the last five to ten years. Nick Kahn, who is now basically running the whole financial part, as far as doing deals, um, has kind of even organized it more And has tried to get all of the superstars on certain dates. Now, it doesn't matter what date you sign. It matters when it ends. He is in the process of trying to get those dates to be January 1st. Which is obviously end of the year, start of a new year. February 1st, which is after the Royal Rumble. They want to keep as many people as they can for the Royal Rumble. And then, if they're not planning on using them in the run-up to WrestleMania, they're not hurt, or they don't even see them using them up to SummerSlam, then you'll see people's dates end on february 1st and they're they'll plan on getting rid of them this um in february i would think the first or second week of february i think we will see the 2022 start of cuts and we'll talk more about that as it gets closer on who i'm hearing May or may not be moving up to the main roster. Let's put it that way. Um, then you have May 1st. A lot of contracts end there. April 30th, May 1st. Because that's after WrestleMania. And then, of course, you have September 1st. After SummerSlam. Now there are some nxt contracts and from what i have heard there are less than 15 wwe main roster contracts that have some weird dates but there are not very many they are trying to shore those up as quickly as possible so You probably will be hearing about that or or seeing it. So, if you see someone, such as we just heard about Kevin Owens, signing. Kevin Owens signed in December, but his contract didn't actually run out until February 1st. There are four of them that we're going to run out in February first. So, um, from what we understand, Kevin Owens signed in December. He it doesn't matter when you sign, it matters when it ends. He signed on, and so his next contract will end. In 2025. February 1st. 2025. Now. There are some. Contracts. Out there. That a lot of people don't know when. End. And that's what I've been digging. On. And that is the four horsewomen's. The four women came in all at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Um three of them came in at the same exact time, that being Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha, and then around six months later, we saw Bailey come up. Now, because they are the firsts, as they achieved different standards, they got raises. With those raises, sometimes there were contact, contract extensions, and sometimes there were not. So, for instance, when Uh, I believe it was Charlotte and Sasha um, went in and main-evented. They got a raise. When Becky and Charlotte took on Ronda and main-evented, then they also got a raise. They did not get a contract extension. So, people have heard of raises that these women have gotten throughout the years. And some of them got them, some of them didn't. All of them, every time the contract has been getting ready to come up, have gotten raises with contract extensions. But I know of an instance where one of the horsewomen did something extraordinary, her contract did not run out for like a year and a half, almost two years, she got a raise and a contract ex- extension for three three years, so instead of having a contract run out in a year and a half, she had it run out in three years, so that's the reason why you're ha- hearing different dates with the Four Horsewomen. And like I said. I'm trying to pin that down. When each of them's contract. Runs out. As in. Dates. Like I said. It has been hard. Because throughout the years. They have did that for them. Nick Khan is no longer. Doing that kind of stuff. From what I understand. Now. Now. The other thing that you need to realize that is that anybody's contract that has not been recently renewed, Netcon has found a loophole in the WWE contracts in order for them to get their guaranteed downside um, of whatever, Amount they signed to. They have to make. Minimum dates. Where obviously in 2020. No one. Made their minimum dates. Not one single wrestler. According to the wrestling informer. Asuka. Had the most dates. At 56. And, most wrestlers 2020 contracts said that they needed 120 to meet their minimum guaranteed downside. So, if Asuka was at 56 and she was the most, we know no one else made those. So, anyone who recently has not had their contract renewed, can be fired, because of, they did not make, their minimum dates, and, WWE, would not have to pay them, so, the four contracts at WWE, have been, Pretty concerned about here recently has been Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Liv Morgan, Sami Zayn. Now, we found out Kevin Owens signed in December. Um, I put it out there on Twitter, on December 31st, which for me at the time of recording was yesterday, that AJ Styles signed. I have not heard whether it's three years or five years. I'm going to bet you it was three years. And I don't know money. He probably will get a little bit of a raise. I don't see him getting. A gigantic race so to kind of recap for you about AJ um this year actually I guess going back to 2020 he has gave the WWE a little bit of pushback uh from what I understand AJ Styles still is not vaccinated um throughout Late 2020 and early 2021, he was pretty much adamant about it and would tell almost anybody that he wasn't getting the vaccination. Now, we also know about after the Good Brothers left, uh, he held Paul Heyman responsible, asked to be moved Off of Smackdown. Onto Raw. Away. From Paul Heyman. In the middle of this. He agreed. To. Kind of step out of the spotlight. And become more of a mentor. To Almost. And they were put into. A tag team. And. Obviously have been Spending time together, and he's been working with him, uh, due to the vaccination thing, AG Styles has not been able to go over to Saudi Arabia, he has not went on the European, uh, Britain tour, there are certain locations here in the United States that due to him not being vaccinated, he could not be at. Until WWE started combining a lot of shows and paying, and yes, I said that right, paying certain arenas uh, fees in order to allow non-vaccinated wrestlers to come in. Now, I'm not going to go back to SummerSlam and everybody blaming Sasha Banks. I do not blame Sasha Banks. I have a whole episode on that. Especially when, at the time, Sasha Banks did what she did at SummerSlam, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns were not vaccinated. So, I felt that she was held to a standard that she never should have been. But it is my understanding that AJ Styles did sign his contract. So that leaves Liv Morgan, Sammy Zing up for renewals. So I look for them to sign quickly here before Royal Rumble. Now, originally in December, when I wrote this particular article, I talked about how, um, let me start with Kevin Owens, that um, Dave Metzler said that Kevin Owens signed a contract between two and three million dollars a year. Now, immediately when Dave Metzler said that, um, I was talking to some sources about other, completely other topics. They brought this up that it was wrong. And if it was correct that Kevin was getting somewhere between two and three million, say 2.7, that's probably not his contract, but I'm just throwing a number out there that there were going to be a lot of wrestlers that were going. To be going in and asking for some more money. Because of his placement. And how long it's been since they pushed him. And. Um, if you. Listen to or watch. The Wrestling Informer. He talked about how it could be true yet, maybe not, he stated that Kevin Owens was definitely making seven figures, uh, which everybody, I think, already knew, he was due a raise, and the last time he was a baby face, he was a big-time t-shirt seller, as far as merchandise, um he was making under two million dollars a year on his last contract but that because of the merchandise it would pop him over the two million dollar mark and that that could happen on this contract um, some people I have talking, talked to believe that Kevin is making $2 million or a little above. And if he would move a lot of t-shirts or a lot of merchandise this coming year, next year, year after, then his salary could go north of two million. So how do we kinda know that? Because the Miz is making two million. Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre making more than that. They're not gonna upset the Miz Seth Rollins... Drew McIntyre... By having Kevin Owens... Guarantee... Be... More than... Those three... And people say... The Miz... Well... The Miz does anything and everything... That the company wants... And... He gets the WWE publicity on his own by throwing out pitches in, you know, Cleveland, by being on Dancing with Stars, um, the company wants him to be a transitional champion, he does it, um, he went out and has approached the USA Network about, other tv shows that he could be on just because of the success of ms and missus so wwe absolutely loves the ms seth rollins andrew mcintyre speak for themselves kevin owens is not on that level so they are not going to upset that apple cart at all So, talked about Kevin Owens, talked about uh, AJ. Liv Morgan um, was thought early in December to possibly be thinking about letting her contract run out in negotiations. They started pushing her, she became Becky's latest rival. It was she was allowed to look good. The crowds seemed to be responding to her. They have been giving her praise. Obviously she is the main event caliber match for the Raw Women's Championship today at day one, which I'm gonna give my predictions in another episode. But it is now thought. That with the way they've been pushing her and talking to her and about her, that she is going to resign. Now, if you've read any of my articles, you've read any of my tweets, or anything, I have been begging Liv Morgan if she resigns with WWE, please do not resign for anything more than three years. She could get two years, then she needs to go for it. She is very young, she is very capable, and she needs to be able to get out of that if they're not gonna use her. WWE is telling her though they don't have a lot of women on the roster. I I honestly haven't counted them up, but I believe there's less than ten. Um, on Raw in less than 10 on SmackDown, so they got about 20 women. Granted, they have so-called replacements down in NXT, but not really, if you watch them. I am hearing that Liv is going to resign um, and is possibly going to be taking on Becky again at Royal Rumble. So, um, I would say, if, after today's pay-per-view, if we see Liv Morgan still in the mix for Becky's championship, still fighting with Becky, then we... We'll see Liv Liv Morgan sign with the WWE. Don't forget she is dating Bo Dallas. Who is the younger brother of Bray Wyatt. And so she has been around. And has heard about how WWE has treated Bo Dallas. Setting him in catering for over a year. Um, how they treated Bray as far as a member of the Wyatt family, him turning into The Fiend, him having some mental health issues, losing Mr. Brody Lee, and him having to deal with that, and then being released. So, Liv has heard and seen up close what WWE can do, but she also saw Bray Wyatt shoot to the moon by WWE, so she knows it can happen either way. Like I said, I really do look for her just to sign back with them. Sami Zayn hearing the same, basically a ZOT thing. Um. That he feels like he has been out of the independent gang, the indie circuit, for so long. And that he's not sure that he really wants to go back into it. Um, He has seen what Matt Cardona has done, who I think should be up for wrestler of the year. Yes, I know he did not give us five-star matches every single week. But Buddy, he sure did put on a show. And part of wrestling is telling stories, and he sure has did that. From, what, June on? And he has capitalized on it. But he has hustled his butt off. With booking different promotions, traveling anywhere and everywhere. Hustling has bought off with his merchandise, with his podcast. Sammy Zayn is not sure he wants to go back into that. Is he someone that AEW wants? Would they have signed him two years ago? Yes. Will they sign him now? I'm gonna be real honest with you. I don't know. I think Sammy's an awesome wrestler. But when you look at AEW They've got a lot of awesome wrestlers that you're not seeing every week. It's because they rotate them in and out. And when you talk about AEW wrestlers, you see them doing other things. Whether it's TV shows, it's blogs, it's going to Japan, it's being on New Japan Strong, it's being on... MLW, it's being on Impact Wrestling, whatever, they're doing other things also. With Sammy, he loves NXT. The WWE main roster has been a little harder on him. He is getting a strong push. I think he beat Shinsuke for the Intercontinental Championship. And he gets a strong push. And I think they definitely will get him to re-sign. Now, originally part of this February 1st group was Becky Lynch. She is... Not part of that February 1st group this year. Because before she came back. And I don't mean in August. Becky was ready to come back. At any given point. Um. Probably from May on. Um. She signed her deal April, May, somewhere around there. It was negotiated by the firm of William & Morris. She did not negotiate her own deal. She is one of the few wrestlers that went to an actual agency about this. There are certain... Managers or agents that have represented uh, wrestlers for years. The most famous being Barry Bloom. She wanted additions into her contract that most wrestlers haven't thought of or haven't considered. She also wants to broaden her horizons, for lack of a better word. Meaning she wants to get into other TV deals or movies or on different shows. Um, She wants to get into endorsing products, things like that. William Morse is a huge agency for that. If you look them up, you will see that they represent some of the top movie and television stars in Hollywood. So, they came in and negotiated and made her the highest paid female wrestler around right now at this point. She makes $1.5 million a year. They got her additional benefits, such as time off. Travel um, plans for the baby. Allowing the baby to travel with her and Seth. Allowing um, the baby to be backstage. The nanny to be backstage. um, Certain perks like that. um, Certain vacation days, or sick leave that she may need to take care of the baby. This is in her contract, not in Seth's. I look for Seth to soon sign, possibly with William Morris, and get some additional benefits, also in his next contract. So, um, many of you saw, I guess it was back in November, I got into it with Sean Ross Sapp, where I said Charlotte was trying to leave the WWE, and I have been hearing that since July, August, um, Sean Ra- Ross Sapp, uh, reached out to his sources, he quickly said no, his sources did not hear this, um, my sources that were saying that refused to answer me now. And they dried up. Now, was that due to Charlotte changing her mind or something happening? I have no idea. Um, but I have been hearing that she wants to leave WWE since, like I said, July or August. I am not currently hearing anything now. People were asking me all through December whether Charlotte and Andrade had broken up. I never confirmed that they were broken up. I heard from a lot of people... That they were not being seen publicly. That they both were not taking pictures anymore. um, Things like that. But I never heard anyone say, yes, they're broken up. Yes, such and such is heartbroken. Yes, this person is dating someone else or seeing someone else or talking to someone else never not once heard that right before christmas like i said this article that i wrote came out december 23rd charlotte and andrade were together at that time and had been together i i had heard sources say that they had seen them together and at dinner and that they were again being seen publicly starting about december 15th 18th somewhere around there and in this article it, it on the 23rd i said yes they are still together they're working things out and that you are not going to be seeing huge public displays since they work for rivals now, since I'm talking to you on January 1st, they both have since put out Instagram posts of them together, uh, and shown them talking to each other um, through video video chats, I don't know that you're going to see, you know, Charlotte at andrade's triple a matches or anything like that anytime soon so that is basically contracts i am in the process right now trying to find out a little more Who who may be brought up for Royal Rumble. And also, whose contracts are now going to be due after WrestleMania. Now, I have some other news that I want to continue on. But I'm hitting the 45 minute mark. And... In this new year, I want to have podcast episodes have one topic like this one has with contracts and us go 30 to 45 minutes on it and then put it down. I do not like three-hour podcasts. I don't usually listen to them. I listen to them in sections. So, I said to myself in the new year 45 minutes is going to be around the longest we go. So, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast episode. And we're just going to call this one contracts. But I still want to talk about Biggie being champion uh Bobby Lashley upsetting him. Montez Ford, got a whole bunch of stuff to discuss, so you're going to get that one in the next episode, so I will be talking to you guys soon, and hopefully I see you down the road.